Welcome to the Curio Podcast. We're having some technical difficulties, so we're recording on our portable recorder. Right. Which we're both staring at right now. Yes. We are in the studio, and unfortunately, the computer's not working, but we have this recorder, so we're saved. Welcome to episode 38, Kimmy. 38. Hey, Cass, how are you? I'm fantastic. I'm drinking sulfite-free wine, so I'm not all stuffed up. Yes. But drinking that. wine. Yeah. Are you drinking wine? I'm drinking wine, too. And here's the photo. We're, we're, what are we talking about tonight? We're, we're gonna, we're just gonna trash our president. we're just gonna do some major shit talking tonight there's been so much going on this week i just want to roll up into a ball and fucking it's like rock back and forth i don't even know hugging my shoulders oh we reach a new level of crazy every day it feels like every single day it's something new right this is not new news this has been going on for this what? has been going on but like yeah. two years almost two years yes oh God. three years is that right yes wait yes uh, uh, yeah like oh. full like it just happened two years oh my god that is so bad so did you hear about roger stone threatening the federal judge in charge of his case <laughs> <laughs> no and then the next day, his lawyer sent an apology letter, and now she has requested to see him in court, which everyone thinks means they're going to revoke his bail and he'll be put into jail. Oh, so God, I hope so. We're recording tonight on Tuesday, and um, Thursday he's going in to court to see if, uh, you know, he, like, threatened the life of the judge working his case. That's right, with the crosshairs, right? With the crosshairs, With the yeah. crosshairs. But that was just part of the picture oh, that he, yeah he yes. yeah that He's was so not innocent. his fault right but he apologized well his lawyers did they oh. sent a an official apology to the court okay but because roger stone doesn't apologize that's not part of his thing is, is no apologies no and he never admits to being wrong 
But he's under a gag order. He's not supposed to be talking about anything about his case. I did know about that. Yeah, so he's in big trouble this week. Such a creepy creepy. So hopefully he just goes into the clink and we don't have to hear from him anymore. (laughs) Hey, Kim, cheers me. Cheers. Yay. (laughs) So usually when I drink wine, I have... um, snuffles because it stuffs me up but i can breathe no sulfates no sulfites 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 there's sulfites and sulfates Sulfates. right yeah sulfates are like the stuff in your shampoo and your lotion that you don't want there like it not lotion like your soaps Mm -hmm. like it lathers oh yeah it's in your toothpaste unnecessarily so oh yeah they just they discovered long ago that the more something lathers or bubbles or foams up the more people believe that people believe it works better right so marketing and my niece told me something <coughs> interesting that soap actually doesn't get you any cleaner necessarily it just happens faster like you could wash your hands with some nice warm water it would just take longer to right. get the germs off mm-hmm. and the dirt off yeah mm-hmm Hmm. We've been lied to. We have. We're just, we're monkeys to them. You know, they figure out what we respond to and then they dish it out. They. They. The proverbial they. The people who want our money. Anybody who wants your money for any reason, (laughs) pay attention. (laughs) That's all I got to say. I want all the money. No. I tried to win Powerball this week and I did not. Oh. I can't remember the last time I played. I play when it starts to get into the news that the the jackpot's really high, and then I, I'll play. And then you buy in. Yeah. I go into, like, the convenience store or wherever, and um, I see all of the, like, the scratchers, and it's so intimidating. It's too much. Too much! It's too much. I don't know how to do too it. Too much too soon! And then somebody walks in with a big stack of things, and they're like, okay, let me... And you're like... Um, so also, uh, last Friday, Trump uh, announced his national security emergency order. I'm taking my shoes off. So I thought Kim might want to have a little profanity-laden session about that. Oh my God. A national emergency. A national emergency. Like Pearl Harbor? Like the hostage crisis? Like the swine flu? Like the gun death epidemic in America <laughs> which isn't being addressed oh my god and Pelosi was like oh so you understand that Democrats can now you know right. if, you, if this precedent is set then the Democrats can say healthcare is a national emergency which it is more of a national emergency than a fucking border wall oh my god and the lies the lies in that speech were just stifling I mean just disregarding his own his own administration, his own government's uh, everything. <laughs> all of their numbers, all of the, I mean, these are hard, cold facts. Well, and even when he was pushed to let people know what, where he got his statistics, where he picks up his oh, statistics, yeah. he's just I, like, uh, I, from lots of places. Many, many 
I have many statistics. I have many. <laughs> I have many statistics. Oh God, it was uh, it was just mind blowing. I don't have to do this, he said. Trump is crazy. Trump is crazy. <laughs> Trump is crazy. <laughs> Trump is crazy. <laughs> so that's him. He's calling himself crazy. I went through, and um, <clears throat> I did a, a search of his. Uh, <laughs> I did a search of his quotes and the transcripts from his speeches and um, press conferences right. and stuff, and it was mind-blowing. He contradicts himself constantly. Oh, yeah. Constantly. I, I don't understand that he'll consistently well, it's like uh, what a sociopath would do. Like, whatever you want to hear in the moment is what they're going to say. So, right. like, him saying, like, they wouldn't give me the money for the border wall, but I've got so much other money. There's so much money in the budget. So oh much money. We've got more money than we know what to do with. Right. It's a lie. But he needed to make it sound good. Like, oh, I didn't need to do this, but, uh, mm. yeah, they won't give me the right kind of money. What? It's their fault. They're making me do this. Right. Yeah, it's always somebody else's fault. It's his very sociopathic, <coughs> narcissistic personality disorder. Um, the other big thing that happened that I wrote down here, um, ex-FBI acting director Andrew McCabe, his interview was 60 oh, Minutes, yeah. where he alleges that the acting Attorney General Rosenstein at the, at the time discussed the 25th Amendment with various members of the cabinet, basically. Right. And Trump the then... article... Of the 25th Amendment. Right, where the incapacitated, whatever. Right. So that what that means is that um, if if they deem him incapable of, of performing his duties, they can they can get him out of there. Right. It doesn't look possible, though. It doesn't look like it's really going to happen. I mean, Pence... No. Pence isn't going to sign up for that. And there are, there are three open seats... I believe. Open seats in what? Your face right now is fantastically contorted. Uh, <laughs> too much. <laughs> There's too many things in there. There's too many things in there. It's like the tornado scene and the Wizard of Oz. You can see a house fly by and a cow. Cow and, and yeah. yeah. So that's Got what it. my brain's like most of the time. When I think about Trump, it's total. It's more like latrines and turds and, <laughs> and dead rats and rank, nasty trolls from hell. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's what it looks like. Ugly as fuck. Did you see the clip of Mike Pence speaking in Munich at the security <laughs> conference? Did you see it? I didn't see it, but I heard about it. He's thanking people, right? Well, what he he was saying something about blah 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 the blah blah blah, and I'm here on behalf of the 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, and he mm -hmm. holds for applause, and there's nothing. It's complete silence. Crickets. And he waits <laughs> like a robot who's been programmed to wait for the applause. Right. If I wait long him. enough, somebody will start clapping, right? I was so happy when I saw that because, you know, when they 
they go to their rallies or whatever. They're they expect when I say this thing, the oh, crowd yeah. will erupt. Yeah. But the rest Absolutely. of the world doesn't have to lick their bums like us. Not like us, they but like very nicely. Yeah. Um, so I was happy I don't think it will change his mind on anything, but hopefully it jarred him a little. Like, oh shit. The rest of the world doesn't have to have their noses up our butts. That would be nice if we had that <coughs> wherewithal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if his followers, and I call them followers. Because it's like a cult. Because it's like a cult, not supporters. No. Um, I, I don't even think that they would see that, though. And See the clip or see that... See that nobody clapped. Like... I think that that whole, that whole base, his whole base is just, they're like, why? I don't understand. It's like a cult. It really is. It doesn't matter what he says. It doesn't matter what he does. It doesn't matter that he breaks all his promises that their taxes are higher. They don't care. He is the straight talker they think he is. The straight talker. <laughs> his hair would just be what it really is oh i found quotes about toupees and stuff today. oh i can't wait for How that sad it is for men when they lose their hair like they have a choice of course right men are like you know i think i think around 52 i'm gonna start going bald <laughs> no oh here's a good one um according to the guardian the House Oversight Committee today reported that top White House officials are trying to share nuclear technology with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. I saw that, and I, it was like in passing, and I thought, this can't be real. I'm looking for Andy Borowitz's name under this, right? Right? Like, this can't be real. Is this an Onion article? Right, exactly. No. Why? <clears throat> well, because... Well, we know why. Jared Kushner. Um, and, and Saudi Arabia... Well, no, I, I don't even think they care about Trump. They see him as like a like a funny little puppet that they can, can control. I mean, he wants to put a hotel in Saudi Arabia. That's what's happening. Right, Sorry, I'm getting buzzed, so I said Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. <laughs> so whistleblowers in the White House came forward to warn of the deal, which could violate the law, and conflicts of interest also exist, i.e. E.G., Jared Kushner. Jared the devil's scrotum Kushner? Is he the devil's scrotum? I think so. Or maybe at least a hair. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's not even, like, important enough <coughs> to be the whole scrotum. Sack life? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go there. <laughs> he's too soft to be sack lice. He needs to be, like, the poop of sack lice. Sacklice poo? Sacklice poo. Very sack runny, lice though. Sacklice sacrifice. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> and then the final topic oh, I wrote God. down for news this week. And today's Tuesday. <laughs> it's Tuesday. We got two days under our belt here, folks. Um, William Barr has now been confirmed as our Attorney General. Um, right after that happened, his son-in-law became an advisor a legal advisor to the white house oh fascinating so there's now a channel of information going directly from the attorney general 
to the Trump White House oh. in an advisory role. And his daughter is working in the Department of Justice somehow. But they both just got appointed to those. Oh, God. So they just appoint moles. Let's just throw some moles around. Right? Well, he's a mole if you think about it. He already said that he doesn't think the, the president can be a criminal. Do you think that some of these people just brown nose Trump and then get a position and then get strong-armed into flipping? Like, it almost... What do you mean? Part of me kind of hopes that some of these folks are smart enough to kiss Trump's ass and give him all of the loyalty that he needs. And then turn? And then turn. I was hoping that with... Um, William Barr because even though I think George W. Bush caused the most pain and suffering that we are still feeling today with the wars that he created and the lies that he came up with as far as you know Iraq having like you know uranium or whatever weapons of mass destruction William Barr was part of this sort of old Republican conservative movement where they still had a shred of dignity as far as conservatism was concerned whereas you know people who are in the Trump party it's just fucking racism and greed right it's not right yeah there's, there's no, no real no dignity or class there no. so I had this hope when I was listening to the the bar testimonies to the uh, confirmation hearings that that he would like revert back to that sort of like yeah, I'm an asshole, but I follow the rules kind of thing. Right. So I still have hope for that, but I don't have much hope. Because I feel like everything that Trump touches just sort of turns into green... Sack rice diarrhea. Right, exactly. On that note, we'll take a break, and when we come back, Kimmy's going to play a game for us. Woo! <laughs> Oh, 
shit. Kim came up with a game that we're going to play. We're back. It's very funny. What is it, Kimmy? <laughs> it sounded like it was from SNL. So it's very funny. It's very who funny. Is, who is that? I don't know. What do I sound like? Oh, they sound amazing. I sound exactly the same. That's very funny. Come on. So my game was who said it? Trump or predicted copy <laughs> or auto copyright, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Um. Trump's uh, speeches and his press conferences, anything he says is typically pretty incoherent. Right. It's a lot like word salad from a psychotic person. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's just, I mean, what? Huh? Huh? What you talking about? Where's Jennifer Loretta? (laughs) (laughs) What's Ziggy again? Ziggy. Ziggy's playing the fart piano. Okay, so Kat, we'll start with I'm gonna hold them like this. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. The economy has been a great success for me, and the fact that I have had an opportunity to be able to make a good deal with this place. The only thing I would do is pick up a little better. And you can make all make it all right. So you're asking if that's predictive text or Trump. Right. I'm going to say that that's predictive text. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Ding, ding, ding. It made too much sense to be Trump. And some of them are just <laughs> like that. <sighs> <laughs> so I've been here all weekend. A lot of the Democrats here in Puerto Rico celebrating something. What? That's got to be Trump. It doesn't make any sense. That's Trump. Wow. I am good at you this. You are good. <laughs> Woo. When you have a great job, you have a great deal. When you have a great job, you have a great deal. Trump? No. Ah! too much sense (laughs) but it talked about deals well and that's the trick when i went through i was like i have to seed my my text right with all of his words because i don't use those words so you know your phones knows what words what you would use yeah so i'm like texting myself all of these words like (laughs) and it was a really cool exercise because i found a new and different way to listen to him oh Um, yeah, it was really interesting. Like, there's never. Well, I'll I'll go back and look okay. later. I, I don't want to give away any secrets. Don't give away your secrets. <clears throat> Quinn's still trying to fix the computer. I know I love this country, but the fact that he was so scared of me and he said he didn't know what to say. That's got to be predictive text. That is. Okay. That's, that is. Yeah. Um, we like the, we, we like the, it's just flowing. They do comma. They don't do. They do comma. Oh, my God. If that's Trump, I'm going to cry in a ball in the corner. It's Trump. And I, 
It's from a speech in Montana from October 2018. Can you read that again? So I can psychoanalyze it in my head. We like the, we like the, it's just flowing. They do comma, they do, they don't do, they do comma. What the fuck was he talking about? I don't know. Nobody knows. I think he was talking about how he was um, criticized for his speech. doesn't use punctuation very well or grammar or spelling. Right. Pretty crazy. The quotes about him like writing books and how he's a very good writer. Oh my god. Mind blowing. As if Trump is crazy. Trump is crazy. (laughs) Trump is crazy. As if he actually writes the books. Right. And doesn't have an editor or anything. That's how he's pitching his writing skills. And anybody who knows anything about a biography or there there are editors. There are people that do lots of typing. Well, he has you know a ghostwriter. I mean? He doesn't write. No, of course he doesn't. His speech, I mean <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna drink a lot of wine to get through this. <laughs> I guess there is a reason for everything, right? Nope. It's just I go out and I'm looking. I've been here many times, but I got but I got out and I'm looking. I say that really is big sky. Oh my god, I'm going to have a heart attack. I'm going to have a heart attack. Is that predictive text? No. Oh god. <laughs> talking about same montana speech so big sky montana i get it okay but once again listeners well that's big sky (laughs) i guess there is a reason for everything right nope it's just i go out and i'm looking i've been here many times but i i got out and i'm looking i say that really is big sky you know what that illustrates to me perfectly? It's the white privilege that that his whole life oh illustrates. God. The male white privilege. Can you imagine Obama talking like that oh and not being Lord. completely eviscerated? Oh, yeah. Or a woman. Anybody. Anybody. Mm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's, it's, exa- it's mind-blowing. It's just mind-blowing that these these things come out of his mouth and they're so he's such a I'm almost out of wine what are we gonna do there's no chance that he could have been asked to meet the other visitors he said he had been a great success I'm going to guess predictive text. Yes. Okay. You're right. You're right. Woo! Okay, this is... <laughs> I'm like, predictive text is not half as entertaining as this one, I thought. <laughs> Everybody else had cloth on their faces. And I probably would have also. Cloth. That was water, right? Wet on their face. She sat there. Hey, what else is new? That's the way she is. That I I am going 
going to pull my own hair out if that is not predictive text. That's Donald Trump. Oh my God! Same Montana speech. Now, and it's it's the the poor transcribers. I I don't even know where do they choose to put commas and semicolons and periods and like it's like so speaking as uh, as someone who used to work for a publishing company and did research and proofreading and the 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 I can't even talk I (laughs) (laughs) the need to fix what he says is so great right like and you can't even make a sentence out of that fucking macaroni salad that he's talking no. about. Like, what the hell? It's banana macaroni salad. With, with mustard. I don't... What? Sack life diarrhea. I, yeah, I mean, anybody who has any understanding of the English language whatsoever would tear their hair out trying to edit this or just transcribe it. Just put it on paper. You know what I mean? Gina? <laughs> I kept looking for like every time he mentions China, it's spelled correctly, but I'm like, come on, folks. Gina. Throw a J in there for us because we know how he says it. Gina. Do you have any more, Kimmy? Um, I do. Um, 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 um. Maybe I'm out. Out? I think so. Oh, no, I've got one more. The deal was just sent to the office today, but we are not giving them the money for that. I'll let you know when I'm ready for the next time. They will have a great job, and I'll let them be happy with it. Okay, he said great, so I'm going to say that that's Trump. No. What? I got hip really quick to a few things that Donald Trump says and does not say. First of all, everything is always about him and how much power he has. Right. He never apologizes for anything. No. Um, Nothing he does is ever um, an attempt or he never tries to do anything. Um, Everything is very black and white with him. Except for facts, which just, he just throws in some, you know, fake news. I've got the highest numbers of any president ever. Fake fact check finders to right. see that. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, I forget her name. Dude, numbers don't lie. Can you say that again? Jesus, Mary, Tom, Dick, and Harry? Is that what you said? Jesus, Mary, Tom, Dick, and Harry. I really like that. Uh, that's from Misery. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. That's her name. Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates was in the book. I can't remember her name. Uh, I don't remember. She had all kinds of weird catchphrases that were really creepy. Yeah. Dirty birdie. Dirty birdie. Dirty bird. Dirty bird. So what is your professional opinion of the way he speaks? What what struck you that you hadn't... (laughs) thought of before about him well those things that he does speak in absolutes um positive absolutes concerning himself at all times right um 
there are never apologies, never um, any, there's never any gratitude. Every, no, every once in a while he'll throw out a thank you to somebody who has said something nice about him. Um, about him, about him, or somebody that's in the crowd that he can point to and go, oh, he's done a good job. Look, stand up over there. Yeah. Oh yeah, like the the angel mom. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Look at her. Look at her beautiful. God, and he stumbled over his words when he said that. He stumbled over a lot of words that day, Jimmy. The sing-songy? The sing-songy. That was just mind-blowing. And we're going to go to the Supreme Court, and then they're going to sue us, and then we're going to have Jell-O, and a nice circuit, and then we're going to McDonald's, and I'm going to learn how to play Smoke on the Water on the guitar, and we're going to have barbecue sauce with our chicken McNuggets. <laughs> And they don't have Pepsi, they've got Coke. And I'm really taller than I am because I'm not obese. Did you know that I'm six foot ten? I'm <laughs> right there. I've We're got gonna the smallest hands ever. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna take a break. We'll be back. We're back. Kim was just talking about the differences between Obama and Trump and how Obama is a constitutional lawyer and you said what better person what better person to be our president than a constitutional lawyer who knows the constitution frontwards, backwards, upside down, sideways, inside out, and in invisible ink. Bam! Yeah. Right? Right. He can read all the words of the Constitution. Do you think Trump's ever read the Constitution I don't of the think, United States? No. No. I don't think he reads. He saw, um, I, we've talked, I think I mentioned this before, that he saw some calligraphy once. No, I haven't heard you say this. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. And this was somebody who had left the White House is telling this story. Right. It was a woman. I can't remember her name. And she said, she said, he saw this handwritten calligraphy and was just so impressed by the, quote, fancy handwriting, end oh quote. Oh, my God. He doesn't know what calligraphy is. He doesn't understand that, you know, that's a really, really kind of nice, classy way to address something or uh, name cards or, you know what I mean? He thinks it's fancy handwriting. I guess when you're rich, you can just have people read to you things, and then you don't have to read them yourself. He has people that read things to him, but then he leaves. Oh, 
I heard he about that. Away I Paul heard about Ryan? that. Yeah. Paul Ryan's like throwing down the deal with their new health care bill. And he just walked in into room, a different room. And he gets up in the middle of Paul Ryan's talk, walks into the other room, into the presidential dining room, sits down in front of the freaking TV, turns it on, and checks out. He. He's senile. I don't know what's wrong with him. Oh. He's just a baby. I mean, that's something that a four-year-old would do. But I feel like my four-year-olds had more of an attention span than that. They probably did. Oh, my God. I want a constitutional lawyer to be the president again. <laughs> he was so handsome, too. Wasn't oh, he? my I mean, gosh. he still is. Yeah. And, oh, funny. Trump has no sense of humor. None. None. Because Zero. he's all ego. He's all ego. There's no wit. No. There are no jokes. There's, There's no, no cleverness. Laughing. No. There's no, he doesn't seem to have a relationship with anybody. Like, you don't no, ever not a real see one, him. No. Like, Unless it's an aberration of him. Right. But you never see him move towards someone, you know, right. with any kind of adoration or respect or anything. Right? Like, Obama, you see Obama and Michelle, and they would, sh you know, share chit-chat. And, and they whisper fist to bump. each other. Yeah. They fist bumped. They held hands. They walked next to each other. They were, they were equal, and they obviously enjoyed each other's company. And right. it wasn't a great thing. You don't see that with Trump and Melania. Oh, God, no. And Melania. 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 <laughs> Melanie. Melanie. <laughs> God. Be best. <laughs> what is your best? Anyway, but you don't see him like with Pence. You know, Obama and Biden. Like they, they were had, bros. They yeah, had the they had a bromance going yeah. on, and they were funny. And you'd also see Obama embrace Republicans. Literally embrace them. Right. Like, he was. He was a hands-on guy. He was on the floor with babies. He was accessible. People wanted to be around him. He, he was playing he, with dogs. Yeah. He had dogs. He had a dog. He had a dog. He had, he had time to play with dogs. Apparently, yeah, but Trump doesn't have no, time. No, no time. Fox Way and Friends and time. Way too much executive time, which is a whole other subject. Executive time. I feel like the role of president, a lot of it is in, like, sorry, I'm buzzed already. Um, a lot of it is your relationships with people, your relationships with for foreign leaders, your relationships with the oh, Senate yeah. and, the, and the House, yeah. your relationship with your your <clears throat> vice president, with the people. Like, it's it's a show. You're the pretend king for a little while, but but you're more of an ambassador to the world for our country, and he just doesn't get it. Right, exactly. You're also an ambassador to the country. The country, yes. You're an example. I have this conversation with Paul all the time. He is an example. He is the president of the United States. He is the leader of the free world until he destroys us. He is setting an example for children, for just citizens, adult citizens. Like, this is how you behave. I was looking at... Um, uh, I was thumbing through Facebook or whatever, and um, my neighbor posted a picture of 
Barack Obama and Michelle Obama. They were dressed up, going somewhere fancy. And I'm sitting there like this, looking at my phone. I'm hunched over, guys. I saw that picture, and I sat up straight. And oh. and I noticed it. I had the wherewithal to notice. I've been trying to pay attention to my body's reaction yes. to certain things. Yeah. I sat up straight. And I was like, and I knew why. I felt good when I saw that picture. I was like, I respect these people. Right. I'm looking at Michelle Obama and remembering what you said, like, that's who you would want to be right. for a day. Because she's awesome. You know what I mean? She's amazing. And her husband's really handsome. Yeah, you <laughs> said that already. But when I see Trump, I just go, oh, God, here we go. And here we go. Like, right now, my head went to the side. My eyes rolled back. Oh, it was like, wow. Your oh body language. God. Yeah. So it's worth paying attention to, folks, if you get the notion, like, when you have a strong emotional reaction to something, pay attention to what your, your body, body does. does too. Does it shrink in on itself or yeah. do you kind of uh, sit oh. up straighter? Do you stand up? Do you get in kind of a aggressive, you know, right. lean forward? Do you put your head back? Are you are you listening? Are okay, you so listening, people? Are you listening? We have listeners, a lot of listeners in Australia. Really? So hello. To our peoples down under. I wish I had an Australian accent. I'm not even going to try one because it's ridiculous. No, it's too hard. It's yeah, so it's hard. the hardest one yeah. in my mind. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, I was just remembering the night that Barack Obama became president. Yeah, I know. It's a different night. I remember we ran outside in the streets with pots and pans, and we were screaming and yelling and hooping and hollering. But mm -hmm. the moment that we found out that he was going to be president, I literally just started crying because mm -hmm. he's biracial. He's half white, half black, and so is my son. And I thought that that moment was so important for me. <coughs> Did you? Damn. Because then I thought, well, everything – everything is possible for my son like there are no there's no everything opened up everything opened up for him because of barack obama and i, I feel like a lot of people felt that and way representation representation matters we've talked about this yes women at the table african americans at the table but like i i remember that night crying out of joy for the representation that he yeah. represented and then the the, the way that I cried the night that I found out that Trump was president <laughs> was complete <coughs> sorrow and despair. And, you know, I woke up in the morning going, oh, it's probably not going to be that bad. Like, that was just a bunch of campaign rhetoric. Oh, my God. It took me like a week to actually accept the fact that that actually happened. I didn't I accept it. I, I was like, still thinking that the Electoral College would go, hey, wait a minute, guys. Yeah, There's a reason why we're all here. Yeah. But... I don't know. Um, anyway, so the game that I came up with for you was who said it's Stephen Miller or Joseph Goebbels, <laughs> the Nazi minister of propaganda for Hitler. <laughs> Stephen Miller gives me the fucking creeps every time I see him. Stephen Miller, he was, um, he was on Fox. He did that interview on Fox, right? He's done a bunch of interviews, and he's the even had to be escorted out of interviews because he gets so irate. And I saw a thing where one of his ex-teachers said something like, he's the kind of person that if you don't agree with him, he thinks you're stupid. 
so right. there's no room for. He's like a little. He's like a Roger Stone wannabe. He's a a Hitler wannabe. Roger Stone's small potatoes compared to what he wants to be. Mm. And apparently he he inserts himself into different things in the White House where he'll tell other people, tell the president this, or tell the press this. Oh. So it's coming from him, but he makes it look <coughs> like it's coming from other people to hide the fact that he's got his finger in all the pies. So, um... Humor. Here's the game for you, Kimmy. Who okay. said it? Stephen Miller or Joseph Goebbels? The Nazi yep. minister of propaganda. Steve or Joe? Steve or Joseph? Here we go. Continue to worship at the altar of multiculturalism, and we may come to see that we are participating in the sacrifice of the culture which blinds us all. What? Right. Just really sick. No. <gasps> That's Stephen Miller. Oh my God, read that again. Continue to worship. This sounds like something Darth Maul or Darth Vader. It does. Yeah. That's why I'm like, it's doesn't sound contemporary this is ancient and <clears throat> evil um Big evil. continue to worship at the altar of multiculturalism multiculturalism and we may come to see that we are participating in the sacrifice of the culture which blinds us all i think he means globalism which is a a dog whistle term for white supremacists who want to keep america white again oh my god yeah so that's Stephen miller that's terrifying well uh -huh. are you ready next there will come a day when all the lies will collapse under their own weight and the truth will triumph again was that joseph gabos or stephen miller stephen miller no that was joseph gabos oh yes can't tell the difference you can't tell the difference He's terrifying. You've seen pictures of him, right? Yeah. Have you seen video of him speaking? I have, but th when I saw him, he wasn't... I mean, he got a little irate and worked up, but... I mean, if you're feeling fortified one day, I would go and try and look at some interviews that he's done. It... Where he gets... He... It's frightening. It's frightening. Let me just say that. All right, you ready? Uh -huh. Next one. Uh huh. If you tell a lie, tell a big one. <laughs> Joseph? Yes! Oh! You got Woo! one. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That could be anybody. That could, that be, could be Roger yeah. Stone. It could be Trump. It could be Steve Miner.
Is it recording? It is. Oh! Hey, everybody. Cass is in the bathroom. She's coming out right now. She's going pee pee la la's. I can see her through the window. There she is. <laughs> Here she comes, folks. It's like the Lawrence Welk show. Stars coming up. Cass is here. Back from the bathroom. We're back. We're standing up, guys. We're standing up because we had some te technical difficulties mm -hmm. and we're drunk. We need to finish this game that we started. We usually sit on the couch. And that's more comfortable, but so here we are. That's kind of part of that's part of my routine here. Just She's so very you know. uncomfortable. I'm I'm warming up to this though. We just sang a song. It was exciting. It was exciting. What? So, um, Kimmy, we're gonna it's play like this game. Huh? We're gonna play this game. Yes! Who said it? Stephen Miller or Joseph Gables <laughs> of the Nazi Minister of Propaganda? Oh, so scary, you guys. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, are you ready? Ready. I'm going to read them out of order. Do I have to have my headphones No. On? Okay. You're good. You can just talk to me. I'm going to put them, can I put them right here? Yes, please. Okay. All right, ready? Ready. Okay. It is the absolute right of the state to supervise the formation of public opinion. Stephen Miller. No, that is Joseph Goebbels. I should have known from the accent. I'm a loser. <laughs> Or I could have been playing you. Right. I just don't know what's going on. All right. Okay. Ready? The next okay. one. Ready. Ready. I feel like I should be on Jeopardy because I'm standing up. Ready? Continue to worship at the altar of multiculturalism, and we may come to see that we are participating in the sacrifice of the one culture which blinds us all. Joe! No! Stephen Miller! Ah! Evil! Evil. Evil hairspray man! <laughs> Did you see that when he sprayed his hair on? No. You didn't he sprayed see? his hair on like he didn't hairspray his hair? He, like, spray hair. Like spray hair. Like he sprayed hair on his head. Oh, you have to go look like it up. Like silly string? Yes, exactly. But for white supremacists? Yes, like he created his own, like, uh, widow's peak right here. Was it like a YouTube fashion makeup video? No, he was on the news. And he sprayed on hair to make it look like he wasn't balding. Oh my God! So when I'm, when when I'm on the news, yes, when you're on the news, I choose to uh, do, um, yeah, my beauty routine right there on the spot. Well, he didn't do it on the news, Kimmy. Well, that's what you made it sound like. He did it before the news, but like one day he was bald, and then the next day, he was fucking had hair. Why does he just get a toupee? I mean, they, there are some really nice toupees out there. Just go bald. I mean, that's like, <laughs> that's what he's doing now, right? Like, or he's does going he switch bald, yeah. off? Does he like pretend well, sometimes he the, has hair? Well, since the, the internet backlash that happened from that interview, he has since stopped spraying oh, he, his he, hair on. He kicked the spray hair to the curb. 
Right. Manamana. Manamana. I'm just thinking of the Muppets. You know, women find it actually more attractive for a man to be bald. Did you? Yeah, because it takes some. It takes some cojones. It takes some. Not only that, but it shows that you actually have more testosterone than a a man that has a full head of hair. Really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Secretly, it's more attractive to women for a man to have a bald head. Oh, that's interesting. So don't spray your hair on, guys. Don't, because that's gross. <laughs> it's just nasty. It's like it's like when you see women who've got way too much plastic surgery, and they you just see them, and you're like, oh, my dear, please. My dear, yes. No, I want to see who you are. I don't right. want to see what happened to you. <laughs> right? <laughs> What happened? What happened to you? Hurt you. Yeah. All right. You ready for the next one? Yes, I'm ready. Who said it? Stephen Miller or Joseph Gabbard's Nazi minister of propaganda? (laughs) There will come a day when all the lies will collapse under their own weight and the truth will triumph again. Stephen Miller. No, Joseph Gabbard. Oh, my gosh. I'm losing worse than I did before. You guys don't know this, but our our portable recorder died, and we already played this game. And Kim still doesn't know the answers. I still don't know the answers. <laughs> I don't have a great memory. I mean, some things I remember really well, and other things like names. And I did not smoke pot. But you have this. smoked a lot of pot. Well, now everybody knows. All right, ready for the next one. Ding, ding, ding. I've got my... I had my own feeling when I heard them talking about the children. I know this one. You know it. It's you remember? Stephen Miller. It is Stephen Miller yeah, talking about. Yeah, because I thought it was Joseph Evil Guy Gables. before. Yeah. yeah. Be- oh, God. And then we kind of went on a tangent about the kids and the 1,200 some odd kids that have been lost. They're, they're lost. They don't know where they are. Right. Which leads me back to Trump's speech about his most recent speech about the emergency declaration. And then he talked about children being trafficked, you know, human trafficking. When he's the biggest human trafficker of children on the southern border? I mean, that's where my mind went immediately. Right. I heard him say that. I thought, "You, you just confiscated all of these children from these immigrants and lost them lost them i'm using air quotes right now where are they where are the children where are the children we have to keep talking about the children because we do in 20 years we're going to look back and go what the fuck happened in 20 years these kids are going to come back and sue the united states up the wazoo and good. i hope they do good i hope and i also hope they get all kinds of of medical care god i hope we all get medical <laughs> care kimmy <laughs> Are you ready for the next one? Yeah. If you tell a lie, tell a big one. Oh, I know this one. It's Joe. It's Joe. Evil Nazi Joe. Joe. Not Joe Biden. No. He wouldn't say that. He's so happy. He's such a nice guy. <laughs> what I do don't you... know. I've never met him. But... Well, what do you think about Amy Klobuchar? Have you heard anything about her? I haven't. Well, I've heard bits and pieces about her. You mean for the for 2020? The, right. 
I'm I'm waiting until the dust settles. Oh, I am too. I'm I'm nervous because I want the Democrats. I want them to just get behind one solid. Just just get along. Everybody like whoever, whoever comes up to be the Democratic uh, nominee. Yeah. Nominee. I want every single Democrat in this country to get behind that person. I want to see and also like rally. Like uh, compassionate Republicans too, because what the hell's happening? I think that I, yeah, I think that there's there might be um, some switching of the teams for some folks. Ooh, switching of the teams. I hope so. I mean, unless you know, who's gonna run if it's not Trump? Is it gonna be Pence? Is it gonna be Marco Rubio or Marco Rubio? Cruz. Marco Rubio on Twitter just posts Bible verses all the time. So like, no, that's a no from me. Oh, he's not going to jump in again? I don't care what he's doing. I'm saying for me, it's a no. He's a big, gigantic no. Right. Well, most of them are. Yeah. yeah I'm just wondering who, like if Trump isn't eligible, who are they going to throw out there? Is it going to be Pence? I feel Pence like was- Jeff Flake went away so that he could uh, not be associated with what's happening right now so that he could run. Of that. I yeah. thought he was done. I thought he was no, I think he's out. he's looking for a presidential run. That's my own opinion. Uh, anybody who's affiliated with the Trump presidency, I don't know, is tainted now. Is tainted, but good or bad, the base. And um, bad, about- Kimmy, bad. Yeah. Well, no, I know, no, 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 no. I know that part, <laughs> but in the eyes of the that the uh, the other side and i hate to talk that way because i want everybody to you don't be want it to be teams right it's I not don't a football want it game to be teams i want it to be like what's best for this country what's best for our people what's best for the world amen sister. not what's best for the big orange cheeto turd licking monkey fucker who will be in jail thank you very much are you ready i hope they shave his head I can't wait until he can't dye his hair and, like, make his comb-over helmet anymore. Maybe he'll get beat up in prison. I think he'll just commit suicide. I think he will resign and then be in exile somewhere. Like, he will move to to Moscow and just be in exile. Oh, Oh, that makes sense. Yes. Do they have golf courses there? I'm sure. (gasps) You know what's so funny is that... The Gulag golf course. The Gulag... (laughs) We were. That's not nice to the gulagers. It's not. Sorry, Siberia. Um, we, my husband and I, were talking about El Paso when Trump was there, talking about his border wall. Finish the wall. Now he's decided it's finish the finish the wall. Right. Um, and my husband, you know, because he's curious, was looking at a map of El Paso, because we've driven through there. We went through Las Cruces, New Mexico, El Paso, yes. Texas, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. so we were looking at the other side of the border. And right on the other side of the border from El Paso mm-hmm. is a golf course, a country club in Mexico. And he's like, what? He said, my You're husband kidding. said, no. He said, do his followers know that there's a country club in Mexico right there on the other side of the border from where Trump is talking That's right surreal. now? That's surreal. That doesn't make sense. It makes perfect sense. Who goes there? So you're thinking. Oh, yeah. You're thinking it's just miles of un... un... Like poor people begging for food. 
But no, they've got country clubs over there. No, I'm thinking about drug cartel people with backpacks full of cocaine <laughs> walking. Oh, I bet you're thinking about through cocaine. Through the desert for days <laughs> to sell their cocaine in El Paso. Cocaine for sale! And they're bad hombres, and they're making a lot, a lot of money. And I'm doing the the okay, the Trump okay sign. You should be playing the Trump accordion. So wait, do they come across in um, golf carts? Like, is there just like, is that what the, is that what's going on? There's like a horde of golf cart driving drug cartel guys with backpacks full of cocaine. Bad hombres. Bad hombres with um, people in their backpacks. Rapists. Rapists. Methamphetamines. Marijuana. Coyotes. And the coyotes. <laughs> They're all coming on little white golf, golf carts. carts with little fringy things on the top and little little Hawaiian ladies on the dashboard doing their hula dances. Thing. Yep. I yep. just said golf courts because I'm drunk. You know what? Maybe they bring their drugs over in the golf bags in the golf carts. <gasps> Uh-huh. Has Ice thought about this? I mean, they're There's pretty a country shifty. club. They're pretty shifty. <laughs> they're pretty, you know what I mean? Like, most Golfers people, are really shifty. They've got that, what is it, that chipping wedge thing? The big one? The big I don't know. golf ball hitter machine guy? It's really big, and you could probably fit, I don't know, maybe like 20 grams of cocaine in I wouldn't know. You would know. You know, that'd be a great way, <laughs> great way to smuggle some drugs. Like, golf clubs and golf balls. Oh, man. I hadn't thought of that. <gasps> golf, golf balls. Golf balls. They're Just white. hit them right over the wall. <laughs> I hope you're listening, El Chapo. El Chapo's in prison. Well, tell your friends. I know you've got the Twitter. Tell them. All right, we got Sorry. way off course. <laughs> Sorry, you know, a quantity of heroin would fit in a golf ball. A quantity? Enough to kill some people. Are you a drug dealer? What's happening? How do you know I'm these words? I'm thinking creatively. I don't remember names or dates <laughs> or where I've been. Or recipes. Or recipes. Or much else. Or my passwords. My passwords. I don't remember those. <laughs> what would I do without the password app and, and in apple my, all right ready oh, don't. who said it stephen miller or joseph gabel's nazi minister of propaganda <laughs> real flesh and blood citizens who together create this body politic this nation this home represented by that flag i don't remember this one either joe no stephen miller damn it from Santa Monica, California. Oh my God, Santa Monica! And what year? What year? Like I don't know when he said right, it, but he's only thirty-three times, years old. Yes, right. Yes, modern yes, times yes, yes, in yes. Santa Monica, California. Yes, California, one of the most diverse states in our nation. It makes you wonder how young men like that get radicalized. Is it Rush Limbaugh? Is it? Is it the tiny wieners? They have tiny wieners, mm -hmm. and they're afraid. The girls say, no, I don't want to date you. Yeah, tiny wiener guy. No, and then they decide that they're truck. supreme. I see your freaking flag on the truck, and I know all about what's in your wiener. 
and your fancy facial hair and your acid wash jeans. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I had a conversation with my daughter the other day, which was really cool. We were talking about stereotypes. Or oh. No, it was my son. We were talking about stereotypes. And um, he was talking about all the conservative kids at school. Oh, interesting. And I said, well, tell me about them. And he's like, and he goes, well, they drive trucks. <laughs> I said, <clears throat> oh, they drive trucks. Are they big trucks? He goes, yeah, they're usually big trucks. They like big trucks. And they play football or baseball. And it was, it was, I mean, off the chain. I was going, oh, okay. And they wear jeans and they've got short hair and they've got, you know. Right. <clears throat> Um, yeah, I, and after we were finished describing this group of people, I'm like, and there's a stereotype for you, son. <gasps> Do you see it? Oh. Do you see that now? And you have to imagine that those kids feel locked into that stereotype. They that's, have to live up to that. That's even if part they have, of their tribe. Yeah. That's part of their, probably their, well, I, I don't know. Maybe it's not part of their upbringing. Maybe they're rebelling from right. their snowflake libtard parents. <gasps> but... That's another good reason to stay on the fringe. Think for yourself. Be a weirdo. Yes. Amen. After our last podcast, last story. Sorry, guys. No. So Second I, to last story. <laughs> what? Third to last story. I go, Kimmy. So go. Stories. So I went home and I was talking to my daughter and she, um, she was telling me about a kid at school that she had been talking to. And she said, she hadn't listened to the podcast. I didn't tell her about it, you know, little bits and pieces, but she didn't hear the details. And um, she said, yeah, I got partnered up with so-and-so and he's really quiet. You know, he doesn't really talk to anybody at school and he's, he's one of the weird kids. <gasps> and I said, really? And she's all, yeah, but he's so cool. He's so nice. And he's like, so like, and she didn't have the words. And I said, right. authentic. And she's like, yes, authentic. He's totally who he is. He doesn't right. try to be anybody else. And we were talking and she relayed this conversation to me about these insights that they were sharing about what was going on and what class was this? what he was going to do. I think it was Spanish. Oh, weird. Um, but I loved it that she, she used that word weird. He's a weirdo. He's one <sighs> of the weird kids. And I said at some point during the conversation, I said, they're the best kind. I was a weirdo. They're the best ones because they're not trying to be anybody that they're not. Right. Because nobody fits in. Aww. Nobody fits in where they are. They're they just a, pretend to fit they in. They just pretend. But those who have the courage to not fit in and to not try. Right. That's where you're, That's where the real deal is. That's where the gooey center of that cinnamon bun lies. Yeah. I have a story. Um, our friend Kelly Forden. Oh. Kelly. <gasps> In Boston. You're going to edit that out? No. She's not going to care. Who's listening? People in Australia. I don't know. Hello, Greece. Um, <laughs> she <laughs> she answered all the questions. Oh, did she? Yes. Oh, cool. And she called me and um, relayed all the questions to me because I was very curious about her answers. But it was illuminating for me to hear her answers compared to ours. Oh. She's more of an extrovert than you and I are. Uh -huh. yeah. um, and there was a point where she was talking about the roles, like what roles have you played and what roles do you, per you, you expect to play or whatever. Uh -huh. And the roles that she came up with were like 
activist and all these other ones that I hadn't oh, even thought of. And wow. Right out of the concrete realm and right into the idealist. Right. right? And oh, I was thinking man. in that moment when she was, she, when she was I reading I wish I thought of that. Right. <laughs> I said, oh, I'm all those things. But okay. I've always thought of that question, like, what roles do you play? Right. It's a very confining question. Yes, yeah. So it was illuminating to hear her answers, and I wanted to thank yeah, her. That's really interesting. For letting me know what what her answers were. So it was it was very, very good. So was she seeing herself as an individual outside of relationships? So when you say activist, I think that's something that a person would – that doesn't involve other people. Right. It doesn't so involve interpersonal We had this exact conversation. She started out with the same ones that you and I had, like mother, daughter, wife, girlfriend, blah, 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 blah. And Did she listen first before she answered She listened. I sent her the questions, and oh, then okay. she answered the questions. And so then I asked afterwards, like, so – you know, I was like, oh, my God, I'm all those things, too. Why didn't I think of them? Oh, my God, I think of this uh, this this idea of being in a role is very confining, like right. almost like a jail, you know. Yeah. And she said, well, I I can't remember exactly because I'm buzzed. But she said <laughs> <laughs> basically she had to stop and think about like, OK, well, what else am I? Because she had the same sort of feeling like this. I'm a caretaker feeling. My roles so are all caretaking. That says like a myriad of things that she came to a point where she was like, I'm breaking out of this norm. This right. is not, ex this isn't just me. Right. Like she knew intuitively that she was way more than just way more. Yeah. How she related to the other human beings in her life. Right. And she was able to bust out of that. We should all bust out. That's awesome. And it also, you know, it speaks to the idea that you can decide your roles. <gasps> Kimmy, you can, you can make a decision. I'm going to the to Church me, of Kim. It occurred to me afterwards that I didn't, and I don't think this was on my list, that I've I've had two photography teachers refer to me as an artist. And you don't consider yourself one. And I never had until they said that to me. And it was um, uh, the first one was very matter of fact she's like well you're an artist like what do you expect? get over it yeah. yeah like this is what you do right as i'm trying to fit into like oh i'm a portrait photographer oh i'm a wedding photographer you know what i mean these i'm really, a mom with a camera i'm a mom with a camera and she was like well well you're an artist like what do you expect right dingleberry <laughs> and then another <laughs> ding, ding, ding. my most recent um teacher said the same thing and i thought and i was able to digest it like Oh, so it's okay for you to think that, number one, and then maybe that's how you should behave and stop trying to be the portrait photographer. Oh. Stop trying to make everybody else happy with your pictures to make right. money and just use Do it. what you want to do to be creative and get it out of your system. Yeah, yeah. use it as a tool. Be, be creative and out of the box. I like to say when people ask if I'm an artist, I'll say something like, um, I live my art, I live my life artistically. Yes, I don't consider do. myself an artist, but I feel like I live my life artistically. I call you an artist. Thank you. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw a roll at you. And oh, no. Are you Velcro? I'm going to throw a roll at you. Are you ready? 
Bee Gees singer. Oh. Bam. <laughs> Talking about chin hair. Talking about menopause and stuff. Talking about <laughs> We're talking about menopause and stuff. All right, we should wrap it up. I feel like we've been going for a long time. It's been well. We've had some. Uh, we've had some technical issues. Issues. Wasted, you guys. So wasted. But I want to thank the whole world for listening. Like, Cassie doesn't get wasted. I don't. We have listeners in Greece and the UK and Australia. Monrovia. What? Hi. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) Kimmy. She does. Where can our listeners find us? Anywhere podcasts are found. And on Instagram, even? On the Instagram. At the podcast on the curio podcast on the Twitter. Curio Twitter, Facebook places. Also, we have our own website. We should get a Snapgram account. <laughs> How about a, a Face Space account? <laughs> <laughs> we have a website, too. It doesn't get a whole lot of traffic, but if you ever get the notion, stop by curiopodcast.org or curiopodcast at wordpress.com also info at curiopodcast because dot org because like ask us a couple fucking questions and those of you who know us can just text us really uh oh (gasps) those of you that know us can just text us text us fuck yes curio you can call us on the telephone machine telephone machine should have gone out with a fart. Yeah. Wait, is it on farts or barks? <coughs> oh, there we go. We're talking it up. On the Curio Podcast. Talking about chin hairs. Talking about menopause and pads. We're talking it up. On the Curio Podcast. Talking about Forgetfulness! <laughs> and where did I leave my keys? That's it. That's the one right there. Can you insert fart piano on <laughs>